Welcome to the Think Like a Musician podcast. This show will teach you the time management skills you need to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. You're going to learn a completely unique and innovative approach to managing your crazy, busy life. I'm a lifelong musician, so you're going to hear a musician's creative and intuitive system for time management and work-life balance. We'll discuss time management, work-life balance, goal-setting, inspiration, creativity, peak performance, and living your purpose. I want to help you live your life like it's a masterpiece. I'm a life coach, professional speaker, productivity expert, and your host, Scott Snow. Today we have a great special guest. Alex Collins Alfonso is a digital marketing expert He helps his clients maximize their SEO, search engine optimization, so they can achieve all of their business goals. His website, Colin SEO, C-O-L-L-I-N-S-E-O, and his YouTube channel of the same name have many step-by-step valuable trainings that are sure to help you grow your business and your brand. So basically, I got Alex on a Zoom call and pretty much asked him every question I could ever think of related to SEO and digital marketing. And he answered them all. Get out your notebook and enjoy this one. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Would you tell us about your business? Well, I I work doing SEO as a freelance myself. And I started uh, working in digital marketing agencies, specializing in different parts of marketing like uh, Facebook ads or Google ads. And I realized working in these agencies that I could do this by myself. (laughs) It wasn't so hard because the opportunities is tremendous. You might see a lot of uh, digital marketing people and all these things, and you might feel overwhelmed, like there's no space for you, but the opposite. There's so many businesses that don't really know about this or they don't do anything. So I started to realize that the most efficient my opinion, uh, D2 marketing strategy from all the ones you have was SEO, uh, just the basis of SEO and everything. And, and I, I always liked also website designs and all these things. So, uh, yeah, I, I take care of, of a client. If they have a website, I do the SEO. And if you don't have a, if they don't have a website, I, uh, I make the website completely optimized and, and then go on with the strategy. That's what I do. And you're in Spain. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Spain, in Alicante. I don't know if you know, it's uh, under like one hour to the south of Valencia. It's, uh, nice. it's a nice, nice warm part here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, I really like we it. were talking before the interview, we were talking how I went to Spain in my eighth grade uh, uh, English class. We ended up going to Spain. So To Madrid, right, you said? Yeah, Madrid and Tormelenos. And, uh, and then one day we went to Northern Africa, Morocco. Oh yeah, yeah Tangiers. Yeah. yeah, there is there is here in my uh, in my city. There is a big connection with Erasmus uh, because it's a university, and uh, you get Erasmus people a lot of from the U.S. and other parts, and they they have these um, travels. Uh, they they can travel really cheap, and they go to like Morocco and all this. I'm like, <laughs> I wish I could do that. They, uh, they 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 normally go to these parts. They're really far, and all the parts from Spain and all this is. I would like to join them too. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we met on TikTok. That's it. And then uh, got got talking there. And you know what? My um, this podcast, uh, a lot of the listeners are entrepreneurs and small business owners, uh, innovators in their own right. So I figured this would be great to have uh, some some help with some SEO and get some strategies there because you know, 
um, that can help save a lot of time for entrepreneurs when they wear all these different hats. Uh, yeah. One of them certainly is, you know, um, the social media part and the marketing part. So that's, definitely. I think you're really going to be helpful to us. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What's the biggest mistake entrepreneurs and small business owners make with SEO? Um, I think it's many times they don't really understand the basics. Uh, but that's because, uh, many times, many articles, videos, and everything, they are really made to catch attention and catch uh, like clickbait and all these things. And they make it in a way that is like, oh, just keywords, pages, SEO, number one, all these things. And I try the be uh, as best as I can in my videos not to do that. Uh, although I've been told off sometimes by a few uh, SEOs when a video, especially in TikTok, reaches a lot of people, they told me, oh, Oh, is this, you explain it like it's too easy. I'm like, oh. but uh, yeah, it's just not really understanding the basics and the basics are not hard. Once you understand the basics, it doesn't really mean that you can do it it's because you need to really learn how to do it. But when you understand the basics, you can firstly, as a business owner, know what help you can get and how to hire the right person. That's for sure. And to manage expectations because the concept of SEO, you can explain explain it to someone who doesn't even know what a website is in five minutes or what a ranking and all these things but yeah if you don't manage as a business owner expectations with seo how long it takes what you have to do what changes can be done and cannot be done and all these things uh then yeah you just uh might not have the the best results but it's definitely something the good thing about seo is definitely something you can do a little bit of it do a little bit of it and it's just about that always analytics, just that graph going up, more clicks, more impressions, and, and little by little, you know, uh, you get more clients, definitely. From personal experience, I can definitely relate with, you know, trying something and then not giving it enough time or not having enough belief that it's really going to work. And then you just fizzle out of that and then put your attention on something else. Now I'm going to focus on Instagram for a while and then that doesn't do much. So, yeah, no, definitely, because there's so many you need to have like a little bit of a 360 overview of marketing, not even D2 marketing, just, just marketing and understanding the concepts. And as a business owner or with my clients, I always try to explain it as easy as possible because they already have a job. They might even have five different jobs as a business owner. They need to take the kids here or they need to do this depending on the business. So um, when you are like, okay, marketing, D2 marketing, I need to grow. I understand. And then you see all this, videos, Instagram, this, that, do this trick with the clickbait and everything. So it can definitely be overwhelming if, if, if you're not, if not ready for it, if you just go and like, okay, what to do? Tell me what to do. I want to rank or I want 1 million impressions or views. It's like, mm. <laughs> so with small businesses and entrepreneurs, we really have to be pretty clever about how we do it because we're going against the big boys, right? And the big gals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely with, with SEO. That's why um, this is a part of SEO you might have heard about it called the keyword research, uh, which is basically finding what people search and try to create something for them with a strategy behind. And the good thing about SEO that I like is that people search so many things, so many different things and in so many ways. And what Google is trying to do is to give the most relevant results. You do have uh, an opportunity to rank, even if you're a small business, but you either need a professional or you need to put that time that we're talking about on learning the basics of SEO. So as a business owner, 
my best advice. I did a video, I think, for next week, I think, <laughs> saying uh, don't focus on those really big keywords. If, if the keyword sounds short and very specific, don't go for it. You need to go for the, for the long, long things that people sort of tell Google more information about what they want. Uh, oh, so as an example, yeah. my focus is uh, time management. So that would be, you know, a, a search that would be, I'd be way, way on the bottom with such a big wide one. So I would, is that where you start to get into the long tail keywords? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, with, with, uh, I have, I had a check of your website and is, uh, with a business like yours, definitely, uh, the blog post and the, all this informational stuff. If, if you, uh, visualize everything into a funnel, you should be focused a lot on that top of the funnel when people, people are not really telling you, I want a time management course, not they just, they don't know what they want. And if you answer their questions or their searches, maybe five times, then by the fifth time, they'll be like, okay, this guy knows what I'm going to do his course or his video or whatever. And um, yeah, so it would be looking for, for uh, searches that people do about this topic that are very specific and with the competitor research that you do um, to see if it's possible or not to rank, uh, you could decide and do a piece of content about that. And at the end of the day, it's always aligned. You want to give the people value and with the keyword research, you see what those people want. So it's just a perfect connection there. Uh, to, to so how do you determine if I find a keyboard, if it has way too many searches, then it's out of my league? Yeah, it's, it's uh, in, to simplify it, uh, a great thing of SEO is that you can see what Google is doing in that specific moment. So if you find a keyword and you're like, I don't know about this, just search it. Search it with uh, this little tip with um, specific tool that takes away your history, your everything. There's, there's a quite a few websites that even uh, mimic a location. So do that and see, check out what you see. And then one, one quick tip uh, would be to see if the websites checking the title specifically target that keyword. If you see um, how to uh, manage your time to be more efficient, if all the titles are how to manage your time, how to do these seven tips, then you definitely know, okay, there's definitely people writing uh, about this, but there might be something more specific, uh, how to manage your time when you're away from home, something like that. And you tag that, you might see two or three articles, Google might put another of the general ones, how seven tips to manage your time still there, but if you do one that is specifically for when you're away from home and you give value and you do everything correctly in, in that content, your chances of outranking that big website that is writing about it generally, but your chances, because it's more specific, uh, definitely become higher. Um, so that's one way, one simple way of, uh, of looking at it. So in a way, you can kind of be like a detective, look up those searches that relate to you and then find out where are they showing up, like who is doing it right and then see how they did it. Is it in the title or the, the H1 tag? Is it, you know, should we still be doing all that? Yeah, 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 definitely. That's what's called SEO on page. And yeah, what you say is a detective. I call it in my YouTube videos, I say, uh, okay, time to steal <laughs> because in, uh, <laughs> there's a bit of, you, you can see what keywords they add, what are they ranking for? Even you might see a page about time management that they added a specific subtitle about something else that you didn't think about. And Google is deciding to rank that page for that thing too, that keyword. So you can just like, okay, I do it better if you can. Definitely not copy and all these things. Uh, that's clear. And uh, but yeah, it's definitely like a detective stealer kind of way. And uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's that's definitely the good thing that with SEO is easier. It's right there to see uh, what to do. You never start from zero. You never like, okay, I don't know anything. You just research. Should we also have articles on the website or just blog posts? Um, I, I differentiate. Well, it depends on the website. If it's com if it's a big one, it's different. But definitely a blog post for all these informational keywords. And if you can have them definitely in a blog section or not even just slash blog, if you can be, if you have, if you're talking about different things, you can have different parts like time management, money management, all this. And under that uh, directory that you called, have your articles. And then uh, I would have sort of my money pages. So some pages target informational keywords that looking at the keyword, you're like, okay, the person wants information about this. And then I would create specific pages for transactional intentions or keywords. When you like, okay, this person wants time money management course. And that's a different type of page than how to manage my money. That's a blog post. The other one is like a landing page. I, I, I call them like that blog post and landing pages. So you're kind of differentiating with your blog posts. Like you, you um, specifically pick a couple blog posts that are really going to be um, for specific keywords and then your general blog posts, like you, you don't do that for every one of them, right? Like some of them, you just, you'll toss in your general mix of, of keywords, but some of them are really wired to be, this is my star for that phrase, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I have, I work, I have clients that, um, they want to write about something and I'm like, there's no searches for it. So we can do it. You're definitely free to do it, but just no one is going to see it in this way from Google. They will see it if they go in the website through another way and, and it's there, uh, the article and they see it definitely. So yeah, you should, I think you should have a mix. You don't have, you don't have to have your website completely done for others of what they search. It should be the main part of it because not only you're going to get more people that you are aligning your business to what people want what they're searching for but yeah if, if you have an article that is perhaps not focused on something that people search uh, and you really want to add it you can you can definitely add it and you never know maybe uh at the moment uh, at the time that you search and you're like okay this keyword doesn't have searches but i'm gonna write it anyway maybe in one year people start to search about that on your page you know it, it appears so uh yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like a flow. Have those articles definitely focus on SEO and the other ones just more, more on, on content. Recently, I've decided to kind of switch my, um, my system for social media output to focusing on my podcasts, which I try to um, release two or three a week and then have everything be focused on that. So everything stems from those things that I can focus on. Like here's my little show, my podcast on Monday and my podcast on Wednesday. Now I can dice that up and cut it up in all of my Instagram. Everything is related to that. Is that a good approach? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do the same with my YouTube. So uh, yeah, I, I, it's what you say of time management. Um, you don't really have to do, and if you really want to do it professional, you don't have time to do this every single post on social media to be completely unique, like from scratch. Okay, Monday's post, let's do it. It's all white in your Canva or whatever. Uh, you can, it's definitely about redoing things. Redo, reuse, reuse this, recycle the content because at the, you're creating it. So you might be like, uh, maybe a listener might be thinking, oh no, but it's not unique. The user is going to, 
you get that perception because you're creating it. You're like, oh, I'm putting this podcast, but then I'm using the same clip for Instagram. Will they say, oh, no, they won't because in Instagram, one person is seeing it. And in the podcast, another person is seeing it. Two different people, they see it for the first time. So that first impression is, is, uh, is what they want. And of course, if everything is around your main source of or income or joy, whatever reason you do, the podcast or myself, the YouTube, if it's definitely a, a clip of that, you are selling. You are selling what you're doing and saying, this little maybe 30-second clip brought you value. Uh, if you want more of it, you, the person can see it's a podcast. They can If you add those call to actions that are called, that are very important, they, they will end up going to your to your podcast. And yeah, that's, will uh, I get penalized for um, posting the same exact blog article in Instagram and uh, my blog post and LinkedIn? No, so if you, um, so you talk about the blog post completely, right? Or a specific yeah. word? Yeah, no, you definitely, for example, if you add a, if you have a blog post that has five different points of time management and you want to make each of those five points into an Instagram image with a caption, yeah, mm. and you want to put that title in the caption, uh, no problem at all. The only problem with SEO uh, and duplicate content is when you get content and you copy and paste it either in another you are an, in another page of your website or in another website imagine you have another one specific uh, then that would be an issue but when you share uh, copy and paste in instagram or linkedin is is not really a problem there was some information i searched uh, some time ago actually about is linkedin articles uh, i don't know what it's called polls or something like that that there are genuine articles and there was some information from SEOs asking in forums, like, oh, can I copy and paste my article completely in, in LinkedIn? Uh, and they said that's not really an issue because Google can see which one is the original. They can see that your one is the original. So um, the LinkedIn one would be like the, the fake one. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's not a, an issue there. At all. So my blog could be the same as like my Medium. Yeah, Medium is another another source also of uh, of blog posts. Yeah, that's what I saw in, in a forum because there was people wondering about this. Like that's because with SEO is a lot of wondering. So you get some information from uh, Google, you get some information from um, people doing tests and, and and checking things by themselves. But some things are not really clear. So it's, it's a lot of uh, I think this, I think that. So what I saw is that it's okay that Google has the technology to understand that your blog post is original from your website. But uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, this is really helpful. Um, in regards to YouTube, I know that you, you're really getting a lot of success with YouTube. What's, what are some strategies to get some more subscribers, basically? I, I find that I try different types of videos, but I don't know if I'm not handsome enough, uh, <laughs> but uh, not getting too many subscribers. <laughs> yeah, um, is uh, YouTube SEO will be one of the ways. Completely the same concept uh, we've explained on Google SEO. The same thing. Look for the keywords. It's a little bit harder to find free tools that give you search for YouTube. Uh, there is one. I don't know if there's. Well, there are tools for sure. I don't know if there's free ones, but there are some tools, and it's the same concept. Uh, put a general keyword, see suggested ones, make a video about that. And then um, YouTube's algorithm is a bit different from Google. Um, and what they want to see is to have those technical things of the keyword in the title, in the tags, description, uh, in the transcript of your video, 
uh, make a transcript so the search engine can or, or YouTube can understand it. So include that also in the description, the transcript. Uh, no, the transcript will be just to add um, like the subtitles. Uh, will be there's oh, an okay. automatic way to do it. Actually, when I did my first YouTube video, I was gonna like, wow, I need to write everything I did, <laughs> uh, I said, and then there's a button like completely like only five mistakes in a 20 minute video. I was like, whoa. Mm. So actually, they say this helps for YouTube. They say they may it mainly helps to rank the video in Google that you can do that too. Uh, also, but the most important thing on YouTube is that people stay watching your video. So right. when they, when people, you know, you make it clear to YouTube that your video is targeted in money management and then, okay, it's clear. Now let's see how people interact with it. So if you, you might start to rank or you might get some tests from suggested, they're always doing tests with videos. And if people stay on it, they're like, okay, let me show more. Let me rank it more and stuff. And, uh, so that's definitely one, one point. And then the other would be that I saw this in, um, yeah, I've seen it from some YouTubers saying that it's important that not only people see your whole video or a lot of the video that they go to like another one, another one that they don't leave YouTube, that they don't go even to like a completely different topic of YouTube, just stay on YouTube. They, YouTube wants to, that you stay there. I've seen uh, like uh, people that have like a template for the description and pretty long. Like here, click here if you want to go to the next video. Here's some uh, similar videos. Here's my uh, all my social. You you also recommend filling that out. You know, having like a template because you can set it up that it already appears, right? And then you can just add a couple things. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That that's to like we said, like time management of uh, doing things. You can't just do everything from scratch. Um, that would play into action also copywriting. That is really important. I, I will try. I would try to do a, a description not filled with everything. I don't like this one's like, follow me here, here, and all this and that. And, yeah. and uh, because just people end up doing nothing uh, from the, you know, people that watch your video, maybe like 10% click the description anyway. And if it's full of things, uh, you're not going to get any clicks. So try to do it clear, like send people to the right place rather than give them, um, give them everything, mm. send them to where you really want them to go and, and make it simple. Should we be doing uh, the shorts videos? What's that? 30 seconds or less? 15 60, seconds? 60, yeah, 60. Okay, 60. Yeah. Is that a good way to, to really try to get some increased views? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that right now. So basically what I'm doing is what you explained with, with your podcast. I'm, I'm doing these short videos, three a week. And then I post them. It's really interesting because I post them in Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube right? It's the same video. It's nothing changes. And I can see like sometimes TikTok, it blows up and then YouTube is like 30 views uh, yeah. or Instagram. And then it's the opposite. It's like, what are they thinking about this? These algorithms are really quite different. They're either different or just that the algorithm showed at that moment, my video to people. And in that moment, though, the people didn't like that, you know, like the video. So then it's not recommended, but yeah, with shorts, I'm also adding my videos in shorts and it seems very difficult to get picked up uh, in shorts. Mm. I don't know. They, they say um, that it's not definitely not as much space for you than TikTok and stuff. So less chances to show up and the videos are maybe a bit more general. My ones are so specific. If you have very specific ones, maybe they don't really work. I don't know, but I'm testing. I'm doing a lot of testing. I found that on Instagram reels that sometimes I'll get 2000 views and a lot of yeah. likes. And so it's like you say, it's, it's, you can't really predict what it is, but I haven't had many results from the YouTube shorts, but with Instagram reels, it seems like there's the possibility. 
Yeah, well, yeah, 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 definitely. What I've seen myself with Insta uh, Instagram Reels is that the video might uh, get some views, like a thousand or two thousand, but not so much uh, interaction compared to TikTok. So if you put a thousand in TikTok, a thousand in YouTube, uh, TikTok, I might get like 30 followers and 200 likes. And then in, in Instagram, I'd be like three followers and 30 likes. That's what yeah. with my test, it seems like. And then TikTok, uh, and then YouTube shorts, uh, 10 views <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really and then I might suddenly the next one get 200 views it's, it's really quite random it's quite interesting now see. I'd like to talk about TikTok because most most people that I speak with entrepreneurs they really kind of um, they're not very interested in TikTok but I think there's there seems to be a lot of uh, engagement and I do get a lot of uh, comments back and I get some energy back so I like yeah. that about TikTok I think the challenge is that a lot of the um, target market is is younger than what would be my target market. But then I see people that are, you know, doctors or psychiatrists and they're presenting adult material and doing very well. So what have you found with um, TikTok that works well? Yeah, exactly that. That People seem to interact more and definitely more views, more results, more everything. And and. Um, to me, to me, it could be something like, um, because when something is new, people realize it more. Because when something is always the same for a lot of years, people become blind to it, like the ads. That's why these companies have to be changing the ads all the time. So because TikTok is new, even though it's been some years, but compared with Instagram, it's new. People seem to be like more excited about it and use it more and more, more live there. And um and yeah, with what you said, um, this also happens with business owners that they, tell, they might say, oh, it's for uh, old people there. If you're a business owner, you might just need 30 new clients to be successful for one year, for example. So right. when you generalize things like, oh, that's for young people. It's like, you know how many millions of, of I don't know, from 30 to 60 people, uh, you know, are on TikTok, even though it's sold and it's definitely the high, biggest percentage is young people, you definitely have everyone there. Uh, uh, so um, if you are a big company, maybe you should think about this and where to go. But if you're not big, big, just do marketing, do everything you can everywhere with the resources and the time you have and, and test and test things. I remember looking up on Google, I just typed in my book name, my, my business name, all the hats we wear. And like half of the top 10 that came up were with TikTok. TikTok so, uh, on your videos, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did have a, um, there was a person that I follow on TikTok, who, TikTok who's really good with um, how to use TikTok very effectively. I'll have to um, get her name. Um, but she was saying that you should have, instead of having all the hats we wear, my business name as the title and the logo in the um, icon that I should have my face and I should have people can connect more with a face and you know Scott's no coach instead of all the hats we wear with a logo do you have any opinion on that no yeah definitely that, that, that this is a, a bit of the branding decisions you have to do and and you might start with one when you made your business and your website you're like I have to start with one I don't have data to, to test so you start and then you can get insight from other professionals or other people or feedback from it's really good feedback from from maybe if you have your last uh, some connections from people on your website or clients you can ask them do you like this do you like that would you change this and the other the other part of feedback you could get is testing you could test maybe change the face uh, from the logo to the face like your friend said and uh, yeah if it works it works it's, it's uh, 
no one's really going to give you the magic answer. You just have to or either get feedback or test. And then because you have a you have a combination. It's your face, but then it's your business name, right? For TikTok. Yeah. Uh, well, for, yeah. It's my face. Uh, it's uh, my surname. So <laughs> this is funny. My name is Alex Collins, and then Alonso from my uh, my Spanish side, and. Um, I, w- I really stayed for like one month to think of my of my name, or what to do mm-hmm. with the SEO and stuff. And then, you know, I was like, okay, this name. And then I realized that people think my surname is Colin without an S because I definitely not going to put Collins and then another S. It was super yeah. ugly. So I just put Collins SEO, Colin was well, SEO in Spanish, SEO in English. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of my, uh, the mix of my name and stuff. It's more like personal branding. I, I was thinking the other day, oh, if I ever turn into an agency or something, uh, would I would I have to change name because it's kind of personal. It's my surname, so I don't know. But uh, right. yeah, it's it's, it's more uh, personal. Uh, my my social media stuff. Yeah. Um, just had an idea, but oh, for um TikTok, is it a good idea to video um, screen capture your videos in TikTok before you publish them, and then you could use that for Instagram without the TikTok logo. Is that a good approach? And I've also yeah, heard that you should start something in TikTok and go, well, if for the full report, go to Instagram, you know, have a reason instead of just identical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So with the first question with the thing of the logo, there was uh, some like a month ago, uh, some news saying that reels can see if you have the TikTok logo and will not show your video. I see videos from TikTok in, in reels with 2 million views. So these are things they say, you never know if they do or don't. If they come out, if it's not an effort for you to have original video and, uh, and you, you can post that one in TikTok and that one uh, in reels, do it like that. If you don't have the time or you record your video in TikTok, for example, that could be, then just put it, put it there. And yeah, if you see that doesn't work, there could be 1000 reasons why it doesn't work, but one, one of them could be that uh, the logo moving. And um, and then, oh yeah, with the second question, uh, you need to be smart how you do that. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm gonna do a YouTube video about it actually. Um, I'm doing this uh, TikTok videos, oh, for ev- everywhere, but they work on TikTok the most and sending people to the YouTube at the end. Yeah. But what I mean by being smart, first of all, don't just promote. What I do is let's say in the first uh, 25 seconds, I, uh, I give real value, right? Real, real value that the person is like, okay, if they saw until the second, second 25th, it will be good video. And then in the last 10, uh, say, if you want to know specifically how I did this thing that I just told you, go to the video like, like that. And yeah. uh, that, that tends to work. And the other uh, thing is not to do it always. So I post three videos a week, maybe do one of them or two like that, but just don't do it all the time because in the end people will see that you're, kind of trying to sell or trying to do things all the time and just be chill about it. (laughs) Should you be doing um, the trends often or is there a mix of how many trends you should incorporate in what you're doing? Yeah, no, definitely. That's something that I, I always want to do, but I also don't really like it. Like the trends. I mean, my one is quite specific, like SEO. Uh, So I I have thought of some videos of trends, like one of, I saw one on D2 marketing of a, of like when a client asks like a silly question, like, can I be number one tomorrow in Google? And there's like, they put a song like, mm. so yeah, 
I would like to do that too, but to your question, yeah, trends definitely work because um, a trend is like a signal for TikTok that people like this. If a trend becomes big, they like it. So they show it to more people. And because they show it to more people, more people join the trend. And if one of your videos is there, you're going to get shown to more people rather than if it was a not a trendy video in a way. And all this thing of the music, the, it works really well, they said. yeah. I noticed because I keep switching between the business account and a personal account for TikTok mm -hmm. or creator account. But the business one, I get the link. I like having the link. I have the link tree link there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but the other one doesn't have a link. You can't have the, the link if you don't have a thousand with a, a personal or creator account. You need a thousand to, to be able to have a link in your profile. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I didn't know that, that you need. I know you need a thousand to get a uh, life to be able to do life. You might yeah. be right. You know why? Because um, I had uh, I have a creator account um, and I didn't get the link. And I saw a friend that he got it, but he had under a thousand, I think. But anyway, uh, and then the other day I just check on my settings just to check. And it was there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe maybe it's the thing of, of a thousand that you need. But um, I haven't tried business. Uh, I don't know what's the difference 100% with the business. I just have creator and I know you get a Q&A thing. And I think with a yeah, business, you might get like an uh, icon for the email. Maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, to add your email that people can click and like I don't send think an so. email. No, yeah. I also depends with the social media. It depends a lot with the, um, uh, um, the update you have in your phone and where you are in the country. This the thing of the link might be only in India or something like that. They do these things all the time. Uh, yes, they do. I have, have access. To... I'm sorry. I no, have you just have to be checking. You just have to check all the time. Okay. The closed caption is another thing I'm doing on TikTok. You make the video and then just click that button and it just runs through and, and I do that as well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's also new. That's also new that I saw and, and uh, they are preparing it for reels I saw and mm -hmm. they are preparing it in a way that it's like really, you know, when you add the lyrics of a song, that a word comes big and another one like really nice design. They're preparing that for reels, I saw. Uh, so yeah, I've seen, I, I've got in the past week some TikToks in my account with the closed captions. Uh, but yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I might try it and see if people like it or not. Mm. To me, my first, I don't like, the thing I don't like about TikTok too much is they seem to hide the video from the bottom and from the left is everything's too big. So I try to keep it as little as possible. So more, if you use an effect, it's like another thing, effect. And it's like, I want to see the video. <laughs> Don't show me so many things. But I will try. I will try the captions. Yeah, yeah. And of course, with all of them, we should be doing hashtags with Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all hashtags that we need, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely hashtags. And um, especially, especially in TikTok, um, they seem to work pretty well, although you don't really get the data to see if they come from the hashtags. When you search, I, I got other people's, uh, uh, because you should never kind of check from your account because you might show up because it's you. But I check from other people's Instagram and when you go to the hashtags and stuff, I, I'm there and I'm not a big, big account on TikTok. So if I'm there, it means the opportunity because in Instagram and stuff, it's kind of hard to rank on those hashtags. You need to be a big account and all these things. So I would say, yeah, in TikTok, use those hashtags, make sure they have their, they say this thing all, all the time that it should be like a mix of really big, medium and small, right? Like really small. So if yeah. you, it's, it creates a bit of a mix there that if you do well here, it goes to the next one and, and all these things. Yeah. But yeah, definitely use, use relevant hashtags. 
I remember from uh, Gary V. He he wrote that book. Um, left. What is it called? Jab, jab, left hook, or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a boxing type of title. Um, yeah. Jab, 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 left hook, or something. And he talks about the difference in approach for all the different social media platforms that you can't just approach them all the same. Do you find that as well? No, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's why it's, you need to be smart with everything. So if someone, for example, man, you're a business owner and you just asked me at the beginning, oh, is it good to recycle all the content and use? And someone might tell you, yeah. But if you just, okay, I do that, maybe it doesn't work for you. Or maybe someone else comes and tells you, no, it's the opposite. Or or do it like that, but you should also, like Gargi said, so you should always be smart with your decision so you don't waste resources. And then when you do it, test, see what happens. So I would say, yeah, um, especially because of the type of people and, and, and the feeling around the social media, uh, different social media. So maybe the content can be the same, but for your podcast, for example, in Instagram, you can add a video of a 30 second part where you explain a nice paragraph or a thing you said. And maybe in TikTok, it has to be more like, hello guys, oh, like more cut yeah. in a different way. Maybe the same exact video, but with different changes. And maybe for YouTube, a little different. So just just uh, adapt, try something, adapt and, and see. Yeah. One thing I found about uh, YouTube the, the top ones that are ranking are beautifully produced. They've got graphics and I don't, I don't see how they must have a whole team. You know, it's, it's hard enough for me just to um, take the zoom video of like the podcast and mm -hmm. get that up on YouTube. So how, and, and it leads me to this, like, do you think I should even post this podcast, you know, with the split screen uh, from the zoom call, you know, there's not going to be a lot of graphics in between, like, you know, you do a nice job with uh, making it more entertainment based. Hmm. what are your thoughts on that uh should i just make uh, i mean, even i've i started to just take the whole video of the podcast and then go into i movie in my macbook and then just splice up a couple chunks maybe you know two to four minute chunks and then make those separate videos that i could put up um they seem to be more able to be consumed than you know like here's the whole 40 minute um video of us just talking no, yeah, yeah, and specifically for you with podcasts, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and and even the biggest ones, uh, I've heard they they say about this, like why why don't we hear, uh, why don't we rank, or we don't get as many views, and then they they say oh, but we get a lot of views in the clips channel, and with podcasts it seems to work quite well what you said, so get a clip, and instead of putting thirty minutes of a podcast, imagine in the podcast, uh, this podcast specifically you do a clip about SEO tips, another one about social media tips and another one about whatever. And if you cut it, you're telling YouTube, this video is about this and it has this. So maybe it could rank or it could get suggested because in YouTube is also, you can get from suggested and stuff. Rather than the whole thing all together, YouTube is like, okay, this is a podcast. I just treat it like, I don't know, 100 views. But if you yeah. have the clips, it works pretty well, yeah. and and. And what you said about the being nicely produced, it definitely doesn't have to, you don't have to do it, but uh, producing it, you know, and when it's produced nicely, people, it's nice, you know, people watch yeah. it more and people watch it more in data. It's not really that YouTube is like, oh, this video is in a slow motion, blurry background mode, I'll rank it higher or something. No, it's, it's just the people stay longer right. watching it. Uh, so Which makes it. sense, you know, when it looks great. It looks like you're watching a TV show, you know?
Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And uh, but yeah, it's all about at the end of the day, just making people stay. It could be the produce, it could be the clips, it could be the value, it could be that you're funny. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's one's different. Well, I I think the the biggest learning that I've had from our conversation so far is just widening that net to get people in. Like you're saying, take some of the clips of this podcast and entitle them about SEO. I never would have thought that. I would just say, be thinking time management, time management. But you get people in like, you know, small business owners that need SEO that you get them in. And now they go, oh, well, this guy does uh, time management stuff as well. Maybe I'll check out the podcast. Uh, so that's a way to get people in. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's that. It's just pure marketing. Just just uh, do whatever you can to show to as many people as possible. And if you post uh, and uh, as many audiences as possible, if you post the full podcast, it might be for the people that they are on YouTube and then suggested video they want the podcast They're like, oh nice but then the short ones might be for the person searching for seo tips or the other ones so just kind of right. broaden that uh, spectrum of people yeah, yeah yeah and i think maybe even with my blog posts and like all my social media maybe start to have more of the hashtags and um, seo keywords uh, that are outside of the time management part like one feature of my podcast is usually if it's not an interview podcast then i'll have maybe um, five or six stories in the news related to it. So yeah. it could be, you know, what, what Bill Gates said about, you know, life purpose. So if I, you know, focus on that being the Bill Gates, well, Bill Gates said this about living your best life, that would have a lot more chance of, of getting some traction than, you know, um, episode 76, you know, of, of the podcast. No, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that, that definitely helps for SEO, but, but just for your users always you always have to have your users in mind and and obviously telling the person what they're going to get when they click is, is definitely better than a, a, you know podcast number this or news of the day or something like that it, it right definitely, i know we were talking about um transcriptions before are they um good for seo like i just signed up with otter so now i can get the transcript of each podcast episode should i how should i include that in my blog post about that episode yeah, so with the transcriptions, uh, uh, how it helps with SEO is um, you see that in the SERP, which is search engine results page, it stands for, um, sometimes they show videos. And even more now, they're showing videos with the chapters and with this and with everything, really. So the transcript helps YouTube, uh, the crawler, uh, YouTube, not sorry, Google, uh, to crawl your video and understand what it's about. So you almost treats it like a website, the video, like as if it was a website. And when someone searches time management tips, if you have your video and in the transcript, this tip, number one, two, three, the best thing about this, the pros and cons, they might be like the crawler in one second is a robot. They might be like, oh yeah, this one, definitely put it there on, on YouTube, on Google search. So the transcript helps to rank in Google for videos. Are you That's saying right. the transcript or the closed caption writing that's on the bottom? you considering that the transcription? Uh, yeah, I, I call it subtitles. I don't know. <laughs> it's the okay. different name As opposed to having the big text file. Yeah, yeah. So basically what you say in the video in a written form that is uh, in subtitles. Yeah, that's that's what helps. But yeah, the, with the transcript too. So it's, uh, I'm wondering in my blog post if I should have the text of the, the otter that I... Uh, yeah, they can say too. Uh, that's another way we've been speaking about recycling content. That's another way that people do is uh, uh, imagine you do the clip, 
you get this podcast and you do the thing of SEO tips, okay? Uh, you will be competing against me <laughs> on YouTube, mm-hmm. no. but uh, yeah, imagine you do that. So you have your, your five minute video of SEO uh, tips, and then that, that video, you can get the text we have speaking and adapt it to an article, not really copy paste it there. Like Alex said this, Scott said that, not like that, like uh, in a uh, blog format. So you are recycling that content in different ways adapting it to each one for YouTube and Google. And that's, uh, you get more chances of, of getting uh, um, more exposure, more views and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It would be a bit hard to rank for SEO tips. I tell you that already with in uh, on Google or even YouTube, but uh, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> oh, I think they'll uh, know pretty quickly that you know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been awesome. Uh, I haven't even looked at my notes because we're just uh, gabbing along, so. How can yeah, people... yeah, I was I was thinking I was thinking uh, I don't know if we were going to uh, you're gonna prepare something or but we started talking and boom it didn't even feel like a podcast just like a normal call <laughs> yeah yeah that's the way I like it to be yeah, yeah, yeah now um how can we learn about you and your business yeah so I'm uh, I mean uh, I have a website which is callingseo.com and then I'm pushing for my for my YouTube and so so basically how it works is I have my clips short clips that I put three a week two of them are SEO tips and one of them is like the free SEO tool of the week and then on YouTube I post them too there but on YouTube I have SEO tutorials that basically show what I do with my clients show you how to do it basically in a in a nice way, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't like to be like, oh, I'm, I get professional when I have to work, but even my clients can tell you that I'm like, I make jokes and all these things. So it's, it's, it's fun for me to do these videos. Uh, so there in my YouTube, you definitely can learn SEO. And then, yeah, my, in, I also have a, a bit of a newsletter that I send every, every uh, week with a few of the things I've learned to use SEO, to, um, I've used, sorry, to learn SEO that week. And a few more tips and stuff. And if you go to my YouTube, you you definitely see me say a oh, newsletter. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I need to relax a little with that maybe. And then yeah, just in my website, obviously I have my services. If ever my, my objective is either people learn the same way I did because I I didn't learn SEO in a degree or a master. I just learned online. Or a different audience is a business owner that might want to learn a little bit, and then they might be like, okay. I learned from Alex, but I don't have time for this. So let Alex do it for me <laughs> so they can go right. to my website and, and we can start I, I could see that happening with watching some of your videos. They're so jam-packed with info that at first you could say, all right, I'm going to learn this. And then after a while you go, oh, I, I got a headache. This is a lot. <laughs> that actually happened. Uh, that's unbelievable, this thing that happened. So uh, my first YouTube video was a f- real estate seo that was the keyword yeah so i was targeting real estate people and they're like oh let me rank number one and they're like oof so uh yeah it worked pretty well and it's ranking up there if you, if you type you might see my face there like Ugh. but uh yeah i got a message uh, some weeks ago saying oh i've seen your video exactly the message i want could you do it for me services blah blah and then this video is ranking is in english and it's ranking my youtube is in english everything by the way and my um it's ranking everywhere in the world. And this person could have been from anywhere in the world. And I asked them, okay, yeah, let's do, let's do a call. And she was from the same city where I live. She's from Alicante. 
So it's the chances of that is she she searched in English here because she speaks English and in the same city. I actually couldn't believe it. I was like, this must be like one in a million. So yeah, I started I started working uh, with with this real estate agency. So uh, it's, it can definitely work. That's a thing that I'm like, oh, this YouTube it might work. <laughs> okay, and sorry about the noise in the background. You probably hear my dog barking. Now you said it, and I think he heard you. It's like my turn to bark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She, she looked up my uh, rankings for uh, time management. It wasn't uh, high enough, so she's upset. <laughs> she's there like, hey, come on. You have to work. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a great pleasure. I know that my uh, listeners are going to benefit a lot from this and, and go through and try to apply that. And if they can't, they should uh, reach out to you and, and contact you and hire you for, to do it for them. <laughs> yeah, my whatever final... they want. In my website, I, I have very clear, do my SEO or learn SEO. Whatever route you want to take, I'm, I can help. I noticed that. My last question, Alex, is how can doing effective SEO help our listeners live a more purposeful and fulfilling life? Yeah, I think is the the basic, the thing that made me go like, oh, I want to do this, is that you are basically aligning what you are doing and what you think what you want and what you think that people want when you do seo it helps you to find it to really really align it and in a good way in a bad way you might realize like whoa this is working great and you grow and you definitely uh, grow and more people see what you do and you might get more fulfillment or more money or whatever your purpose is or you might not uh, rank at all even if you try everything correctly and that might mean that listen what you want to do your business whatever is right but you're not really aligning it to your audience and some sometimes it can be hard for that to realize or to be like oh but that's that's the reason why you do it right you do something for for people not only for money we're not talking only about businesses but for purpose you do something you want people to see it and seo definitely helps you that and yeah if you do well seo you will be happy (laughs) more or less fantastic Well, thank you very much, Alex, for being on the show. Perfect. Thank you for having me. To find out more information about Alex's company, visit colinseo.com, C-O-L-L-I-N-S-E-O.com. Visit thinklikeamusician.org for more information on how we can help you and your team with peak performance, time management, and work-life balance. We offer coaching, trainings, and workshops that'll empower you to be joyful, productive, and fulfilled in all areas of life. Visit thinklikeamusician.org.